Gotta kick the husband out. Throw him out. It might be Valentine's Day. Get the fuck out. <laughs> well, he's bringing me back lunch, so, you know. Aw, well, that's nice of him. Now you're mean. <laughs> he, uh, <laughs> having, you know, his back, he hurt his back, so I've been having to do stuff for him, so it's more of a repayment ah. <laughs> of services rendered. <laughs> <laughs> You've been nice to me for a week. Yes. I must now be nice to you. Yeah, see? Love shouldn't be conditional, Morgan. <laughs> it's a transaction. That's what, uh... <laughs> oh. What's-her-face has taught me. Jane Austen. Fuck Jane Austen. I hate Jane Austen. Oh, my God. <laughs> Same. God damn. So I read Pride and Prejudice because my... I managed to get through my whole English literature degree, and people tell me I'm a massive Philistine, and why do I want to teach literature if I don't actually like literature? I do like literature. I just don't like Victorian literature. Yeah. It's boring as fuck. And so when my teacher training tutor heard about this, she was like, no, you have to read some of the canon, and I say this in quotation marks, right. texts, so that if you have to teach them when you're when you're older, you, you have them. Why don't you start with Pride and Prejudice? Fuck me. It is the least entertaining thing I have probably ever read in my whole entire life. <laughs> All of the characters are assholes. Every single one of them is a dick. The only exciting thing happens on page like 320 when the kid sister gets kidnapped by the the, the colonel or whatever. And that's solved in like three paragraphs. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, I don't actually care. I don't want Mr. Darcy to have a wife. I want him to fall off a very tall cliff. <laughs> it's just, how do people think that's like the height of romance? It is not. Yeah. It's shit. I feel like that genre, along with like Kate Chopin, are very much like, look at the poor rich people constrained by the social rules of their time. Isn't it sad for them? And it's like, you could just not. <laughs> you could just not do those things. My mum was like, oh, but it's hilarious, isn't it? Pride and Precious. I'm like, where? There's no humor in this book anywhere. It's so drab and dull. And she was like, well, it's meant to be a satire. Like, it's meant to be funny. I was like, point to me anywhere in this book that's funny. <laughs> Show me in the book where it's funny. The point point out a sentence to me and tell me it's funny. But my mom, my mom specializes in Victorian literature. <laughs> so her entire specialty is an area I will not touch. <laughs> Whereas my specialty is an area that she finds endlessly confusing. I specialize in 16th and 17th century literature. So Shakespeare, Ben Johnson, Christopher Marlowe, John Donne, all, the, all that good, exciting stuff. actually funny. <laughs> right? John Donne's fucking poem about the striptease is one of the greatest poems ever written. <laughs> probably ever. It's so funny. Cracks me right up. Do you think that's why we uh, we are so fascinated with relationship advice is because we hate shit like Jane Austen and we're like why don't you just have a healthy relationship damn it yeah I think like it's frustrating uh, it is frustrating because a lot of that kind of Victorian literature where it's like oh romance it's kind of where the kind of romance genre starts really in a kind of contemporary modern way mm -hmm. yeah. and it's probably the same reason I hate rom-coms because everybody in rom-coms is fucking stupid there's the exact same structure of all of them. They meet, they hate each other, they realize that they're in love. One of them, probably the man, does something bad. They break up, they realize they're meant to be together. Big romantic gesture, the end. Yeah, and it's just, life doesn't work this way. If anybody treated me like that, I would kick them straight to the curb and never give them a second chance. <laughs> Fucking, the, the worst example of that is 27 Dresses. 27 Dresses is probably the epitome of just awful, shitty rom-coms. If you've never seen 27 Dresses, don't fucking watch it. I definitely have. Uh, is that with Catherine Heigl or Rachel McAdams? Yeah, yeah uh, one of them. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, we're back there. Uh, I think it's Catherine Heigl. Yeah, yeah, you're right, it is. Um, and I can't even remember why I watched it. I was probably at a girl's sleepover, and we were watching 27 Dresses, and it was awful. Devil Wears Prada, also terrible example of this. Yeah. Like... Nobody in that film is redeemable or deserves anything. 
Anyway. Yeah. Happy Valentine's Day. (laughs) Yeah, we are recording this on Valentine's Day. I've forgotten about the holidays since, you know, we can't do anything. But I guess my husband's romantic gesture is bringing me barbecue for lunch. I mean, yeah. So, there's that. (laughs) A big plate of meat. (laughs) That's that's what love is. Essentially. Okay, well, welcome to Are You Serious? (laughs) A Journey Through Bad Reddit Relationships. I am Morgan. I'm Esme, and I think this is episode 45. It is. Mm -hmm. Um, I was definitely going to say something relevant, but it's gone now. I know, I I (laughs) confused your brain with Jane Austen and Catherine Heigl. And panicking because it's, it's Valentine's Day. I brought my husband home some roses yesterday. Oh, that was nice of you. Yeah, because women can bring their significant others, their male significant others, roses and stuff. Yeah, and flowers. That's a nice thing to do. Yeah. Well, I have some not-so-happy relationships today. Good. That's what I need. Yeah, this is going to be like the bad relationship roundup for Valentine's Day. Hell yeah. Jeez. I I didn't realize this is this is kind of Valentine's Day themed. So that'll be fun. Should we have done something special for Valentine's Day? We are a relationship Mm. podcast. No, we try and fix people's relationships every single week. Yeah. So I think we're just we're Valentine's Day the whole year round. Yes. You don't just focus on your relationship one day a year. It's a 365 day a year job. It really is. And you know, you have to respect your partner's wishes. If they don't want anything for Valentine's Day or if there's something specific they ask you not to do, that's a nice thing to do. My husband's not a fan of flowers. I bought him flowers once and he was like, it kind of feels wasteful. I was like, all right, don't don't need to buy flowers again. And I this year I said, oh, I don't actually need anything for Valentine's Day, so please don't buy me anything for Valentine's Day. And this morning, I have nothing. And that's what I wanted. <laughs> yeah. Communication. That's what I wanted. That's the yeah, key. Yeah, and I don't, feel, I don't feel like I'm missing out or shitty like it's nice. We're gonna we're gonna spend some time this afternoon baking a very complicated cake together. Aww. That's what we're doing for Valentine's Day. What cake is it? Um, yeah, we're gonna make an opera cake. Oh, because of Great British Bake Off, I know what that is. No, not because of Great British Bake Off. Well, I know what that is. Did they make opera cakes on Great British Bake Off? I'm pretty Off? sure. Well, anyway, yeah, we're gonna we're gonna tr- attempt to make an opera cake, which is you know I'm incredibly cack-handed, and my husband's pretty good at. Uh, at baking, so it's likely going to be me hovering over his shoulder while he does all the complicated stuff. Oh yeah, it was a technical technical was challenge. It? Yeah, it's like there's like twenty stages to this bastard thing. Oh girl, so I get Google Great British Bake Off opera cake, and the first question that comes up is who cheated on Great British Bake Off? <gasps> Someone cheated. Scandalous. It's like the baked Alaska controversy Bingate, all over again. Yeah, yeah there's actually a, a section on the Wikipedia page for. Bake Off, that's like controversies and and messed up bakes. Like most of them are because the hosts like accidentally leaned onto someone and like flipped their cake onto the ground. Yeah. It's a delightful read just because the drama on that show is very minor. Although this last season, uh, someone was trying to swat a fly away from someone else's pineapple upside down cakes and she accidentally oh, knocked no. all of his cakes onto the ground oh, except no. for two <laughs> and so they're like yeah just just eat these two they didn't touch the ground it's fine jesus i don't watch bake off it just makes me too hungry and i get mad <laughs> you gotta watch one segment a day and then just make the thing yeah i think the other reason why i don't really like watching bake off is i actually want to learn how to make the thing I don't want to just watch other people do it. It also, it helps me learn if it's worth it or not. I'm like, I see what these people go through and I'm like, is this worth it? Mm, doesn't look like it. And then I just don't. I'll just buy it. Like those fucking towers of eclairs that they make. Jesus Christ. Why would you bother? <laughs> I still, I really like the the bread lion. They made a, someone made a <laughs> fucking lion out of bread. The Blink, the Blink 182 cake is like... <laughs> Well, this this last year they they made um like busts out of cake. Oh god, that's so funny. I called yeah, I called Matt out of his office to be like, you need to watch the judging for this with me. And I was laughing so hard, I thought I was going to fall over and die. It was so funny. They looked like monstrosities. If you so have ugly. never watched British Bake Off, just watch like the first. Or second episode of this most recent season. It is oh my god. They're very good. abominations. Search up Tom DeLong cake. It will <laughs> it will improve your day. The Freddie Mercury one is also good. Oh, the Freddie Mercury one's terrible. And and David Bowie. It's a nice oh, 
theme. But anyway. Anyway. All right. This first one I have confused me when I read the title because I was like, why is this a problem? I had to read it twice. It's a relationship advice post. OP is 23 and her ex is 24. My boyfriend broke up with me because he came out as gay. Now he's dating a new girl. Okay. I was like, why is that? A oh, okay. Because he lied to her. Yeah. Still not a problem, but okay. Well, maybe he didn't lie. Maybe he's bisexual, but confused. Yeah. We'll, we'll we find out. See. Two months ago, my boyfriend broke up with me and said it was because he was gay and he couldn't lie to me anymore. He said that he had known since he was young, but didn't come to terms with it until recently. We dated for eight months and he gave me no indication that he was gay. I obviously was sad because I really loved him, but I wanted to support him and his discussion to come out. I think that autocorrected from decision. Yeah, there was decision. However, after breaking up with me, he blocked my number and he blocked me on Instagram. Yesterday, mm. I was stalking him for my fake Insta account and saw that a girl tagged him in a post. It was a picture of her showing off a bracelet and the caption was something like, Valentine's Day came early this year. X's name bought me this beautiful bracelet. I love him so much. I clicked his tag to make sure it was actually him and it was. I followed her account and she's been posting stories all day with him and they even kissed in one, so I'm almost 100% that he's not gay. I'm devastated. Did he lie to me about being gay? If so, why? Why wouldn't he just break up with me normally? This is making me feel so awful and confused. Should I confront him about it? No, don't confront him about it. Leave him be. And th there are two things that's happened here. One, one of two things. The first is that he isn't actually gay and thought it would be an easy cop-out and that's why he blocked you on everything. The second is... He really does think he might be gay, but he hasn't come to terms with it yet. So he bounced straight from that relationship into a new relationship. Yeah. That, that, that's, that's the only kind of storylines I see here. It could be also that he is bisexual and yeah. uh, feeling conflicted about that. Yes. Um, I think the fact that she's stalking him from her fake Insta account two months after they broke up yeah. uh, is telling i don't know why people have fake accounts oh what if op was the other woman oh maybe Ooh, because if he got her a bracelet after they've been dating for less than two months and she says i love him so much what if op was the other woman and this girl on insta is actually he's been in a relationship for a long time and he is a coward so he just said he was gay and then blocked yeah. her so it wouldn't be an issue yeah i mean I, there, there are lots of problems I see here just with both OP and the ex-boyfriend. Yeah. Who the fuck has a fake Instagram account? Why did she follow the other girlfriend? Don't. Just stop. Like, that's the problem. There's no reason to stalk your ex other than no. the fact that you want to warn the new person about legitimate issues. But don't. Just don't do that. You're asking for trouble. Either they're alone and you're going to be tempted to contact them or they're in a relationship and it's going to hurt you just don't it's like that thing about snooping in other people's phones right mm -hmm. if you find something you validated and if you don't then you were wrong so if you're stalking his his social media you're looking for trouble it's not it's not that you want closure you've got closure he broke up with you <laughs> like yeah. you don't need to be snooping into their lives anymore they don't want to share it with you anymore just leave them alone yeah and if he did lie then great you don't want to be with a guy like that yeah more fool the other woman yeah like i can kind of get why you'd be upset to see he broke up with you for no fucking reason and lied about it made a lie so that you would be okay with it i think that's the worst part of the issue here yeah is he said something that was deliberately gonna make it so that he wasn't in trouble and he would get full blessings from the ex to leave because you're not gonna let somebody who's gay stay in a relationship with they're not attracted to you at all yeah that's ridiculous well the fact that she was stalking him on a fake insta account means that she could be a little obsessive and he wanted an out where maybe she wasn't going to follow him and try and like get him back like there's no there's no like you said no coming back from that or you don't want to be in that relationship anymore so maybe he made that up because she was getting a little obsessive and controlling but that's also reading into it a lot yeah as as we do there's not a great deal of information here i i also don't like where she says i he never showed any signs of being gay <laughs> yeah like are there signs that you should look for? <laughs> what are they? Like, somebody's either gay or they're not gay, and that doesn't necessarily show in their outward personality. Like, I don't know. 
It's just a weird thing to say. Yeah, it's strange. I I think it doesn't matter. I think no matter what, she just needs to stop stalking him and move on. Yeah. And uh, I get that people, this is the same thing when people post loads of pictures of their children on social media. I mean, nobody needs to know what's going on in every single day of your relationship on social media, guys. Like, I don't care <laughs> what your partner bought you for Valentine's Day. And I don't say that to be mean. It's just, it's none of my business. It's not the kind of stuff that you're interested in. If you were interested, you would call them and talk to them. Right. Like, it's different when you're having a one-on-one conversation with somebody and it's like, oh, that bracelet's lovely. Where did you get it? Oh, my boyfriend bought it for me for Valentine's Day. Oh, that was really nice of him. It's a lovely it's a lovely gift. He obviously knows you very well. Like, otherwise it's just like, I don't know. I just don't like it. There's something about it that really grates on me. Yeah, and it makes it easy for people to stalk you. Like, I understand being, yeah. um, being like, happy and proud and wanting yeah, to be like, oh, look, it's cool. But, and people use social media for different purposes. I personally have, o- I have, I have, pretty much stop doing Facebook except for work stuff and only do stuff where I'm fully anonymous and I can complain about people in my life without them seeing it. <laughs> I think I think partially it's that when I did my teacher training in England, they were really, really on us about be super careful about what you post on social media because you can get fired over it depending on what it is. You don't want anybody, you know, going into your Facebook and finding stuff you, you don't want to find. So... I just never post. I, my birthday's not on Facebook. Like, I never post anything on Facebook, really, except for, like, dumb memes. Yeah, or if I want to get into a fight, post it on Facebook. <laughs> I don't. I, be- I barely ever comment on anybody else's shit. I do not want to fight with anybody on Facebook. It is the most useless oh, yeah, waste absolutely. of time. And, yeah. And so when I see other people posting really personal stuff on Facebook, I'm like, why are you doing this? Like, it's just not necessary. I don't And it could also be a useful way to, like, keep people updated if, like, you had a baby and you're like, here, people who are interested. One of my friends made a separate account so she could post baby pictures and was like, okay, friend me on this separate account if you want to see pictures of my baby. And I'm like, I love you. Thank you so much. that makes sense. And, you know, my, my nephew, my big sister sends me videos of my nephew and pictures of my nephew. His face doesn't need to be all over social media. He's two. Like, it's a matter of other people's privacy as well. Yeah, people, especially parents, I feel like don't consider that. They'll, like, post pictures of their kids running around naked or, like, poop. Like, oh, they went poop in the potty, yay! And it's like, no, that's an instant block. Yeah, like, (laughs) And if I didn't live umpteen thousand miles away from my family, I probably wouldn't have Facebook anymore because it just is tedious and tiring. Yeah. But I keep it so that I can, you know keep in touch with my mom and whatever else yeah my uh my school and my union post on facebook and it's good to keep up with like yeah news yeah it's uh i just check that and then leave like i I check my notifications oh is it is one from my union group no okay bye i guess what i'm really saying is you just need to be really careful what you post on any kind of social media right if you're gonna be posting lots of pictures of your kids that's fine but just consider their humanhood before you start putting like super embarrassing stuff on for every fucker on the internet to see your partner should also be informed of stuff you put on your facebook about them They might not want everybody to know what they bought you for Valentine's Day. Like, your social media isn't just about you and looking good to your friends. It's also about whoever else you're posting about. Right. So just be considerate. Especially if, you know, there's so much drama on social media about, oh, his crazy ex is following me, whatever. If you know somebody's crazy ex is following you, don't post bunches of shit about your partner on your social media. Yeah. Well, it sounds like if she... I don't know how instagram works at all it says she followed her account so that means that either her account is open so anyone can follow it her account wasn't private okay yeah and you don't have to approve people not like on facebook where you have to like accept their friend yeah unless your account is private you don't have to approve people who are following you anybody can follow you gotcha okay so yeah it sounds like then, you know, the ex might not... But it'll give you a notification when you get a follow, right? Yes, it does. Okay, so time to see if... And it says she's been posting stories all day with him. Stop! All 
day. She needs Stop. to she needs to block both of them and move on. Like I don't know if he's lying, but there's evidence here to support the argument that he's lying because which he sh- I'm not going to say he shouldn't have done that, but he's lying because she might be getting obsessive or controlling and OP is engaging in problematic behavior. Correct. And has to stop. Yes. Regardless of what the ex-boyfriend did or said or whatever. That's bad, but is it as bad as two months later obsessively stalking his new girlfriend's Instagram looking for proof that he lied to you? Yeah, everybody on is saying, like, stalking him for my fake Insta, I followed her. Everybody's kind of saying the same stuff we did. He's Someone's like, are you sure you don't know why he lied about being gay? Like, or maybe do some reflection. Yeah. Either way, uh, clearly he doesn't want to be with you and block him. Block him, block her. Move yeah, on. move on with your life. Helicopter is coming to drop valentines on our obviously neighborhood. What a nice helicopter. They only drop valentines should... on the brown neighborhoods. <laughs> we should make the helicopter a named contributor. <laughs> put it in the are credits make, yeah. an in, make a Twitter account. They actually Instagram just... for the are you serious helicopter. <laughs> anyway, okay. So this next one I have, a um, little hashtag relatable. I, I guess I should warn that this is talking about World of Warcraft, since okay. that can be triggering to some people who have an addiction to yes. it. Um, check the timestamps in the description if you can't listen to that because of reasons. We get it. Yes, we get we're it. recovering. Video game addiction is an absolute real thing. Don't dismiss it. Yeah, it's, it can be bad. So there are no ages, I don't think, no, but um, it's an Am I the Asshole post. Am I the asshole for leaving my wife outside without keys while I played World of Warcraft? God. When I screenshotted this initially, he was labeled as not the asshole. Now he is labeled as the asshole. Oh, okay. I know. Very interesting. Uh, very contentious. So for those who don't know, it's I think an 18 hour window. Once you post an Am I the Asshole post... People vote for 18 hours. So put comments. You say, asshole, not the asshole. Everyone sucks here, whatever. And then after that, the top comment becomes the judgment. So the top comment, when I looked at it, was not the asshole. And now it is asshole. Mm, so. Interesting. <clears throat> okay. I realize the title sounds awful, but I think context is super important here. Doesn't bode well. Whenever Sounds bad. Hit me out. <laughs> I play World of Warcraft. This is going to be tough for me. I'm just going to say WoW. Okay. I play WoW Classic. In this game, you get a group of 40 people together to kill bosses in a joint effort, and when the bosses die, they drop items that your characters can use. It's called raiding. Each boss can only be killed once a week, so once a week my guild and I get together to raid. An aspect of WoW Classic is something called world buffs. These are stat increases you can get for your character in order to make them do more damage, have more health, regenerate more mana, etc. And they are a real bitch to get. They occur all over the very large game world on set schedules and at very specific times. For example, one of the buffs is on a 7-ish hour cooldown and can only be given when one person turns in the head of a slain dragon, and this can only be done once per character. Coordinating world buffs is so intense and ridiculous, there are entire Discord servers that exist simply to let people know when they are going to happen. Fuck me, I'm so glad I never got into WoW. Oh my god, I... could have ruined my life, Absolutely, same. Oh god, looking at you, Overwatch. Yeah, yeah, Overwatch is bad enough for me. Oh my god. What this means is that in order to prepare for a raid, I have to spend a significant amount of time collecting these buffs for my character. And our raid leader, the guy in charge, requires them in order to get an invitation to the raid. Oh, and if you die, that's it. You lose them. On to what happens. My wife and I live in a major city and had ordered food delivery. Our building is small, only one other unit, and has a vestibule of... Vestibule. Vestibule. (laughs) Thank you, teacher. You're welcome. Of the kind where if a door closes behind you, it locks. Typically, when we order delivery and the doorbell rings, I go downstairs to collect the food. But on the night in question, we were preparing for a particularly difficult boss encounter. They last about five to seven minutes. If you don't do the mechanics properly, you will die and lose your buffs and potentially cause all 39 other players to die too. So right as we start the encounter, the doorbell rings and she goes downstairs to get the food. As she was leaving, I told her not to forget her keys, but she did. So after collecting the food, she was stuck in the vestibule. Vestibule. With, vestibule. With no way back into the apartment. 
It's a hard word, man. I, nobody really uses the word vestibule anymore. It appears, I feel like, a lot in Animorphs, and I've so mostly I hear it, or I read it, and I don't... Yeah, one of those words you read and you never yeah. really... Yeah. Here's where I might be the asshole. This happens occasionally, hence why I told her not to forget her keys. When it does, my wife rings the doorbell in order to let me know she's stuck. On this occasion, when the doorbell rang, I ignored it until the boss counter was over, perhaps five minutes or so. She was really, really upset and told me I was a huge asshole and that I was choosing video games over her. But she also knows there is a huge time investment leading up to that five-minute encounter. It's not like she was unsafe. The front door was locked. And it wasn't cold in there. She just had to wait five minutes, and then I went and got her. So, Reddit, am I the asshole? Uh, kind of, yeah. (laughs) So, for those who don't know, which we kind of said up top, WoW is extremely addicting. Like, anybody who used to play WoW, I refer to them as, like, recovering because... It's designed to be addicting because it's a subscription service. So it it needs to keep you in there playing every day. It has things called dailies that you have to do every day to get all of the stuff, the stats and the gear and things that you want for your character. So stuff like that. And for some people as well, it is their main means of social interaction. Yes, absolutely. Because guilds can get so huge and they require, you know, a lot of teamwork and trust and those kinds of things. If you don't log into your guild for a couple of days, people start to get concerned about you. Yeah. Um, And you start to lose invitations to stuff. And a lot of the stuff in, in WoW is invite only, if people are really serious about it. Yeah. So that that can be a concern as well. And and there's like major bad stuff that can happen with guild leaders too. Like they can abuse their power. There's a lot of sexism. It's just, it's not good. And it can all be, it can be very fun. Like you could be fine if you don't have an addictive personality. This is just your hobby. You have a small group of friends that you play with and that's how you socialize. Can be totally fine. But there's always that risk. Yes. I don't like that. There's like, there's a couple of things in that post that concern me. It's when he keeps saying, I have to. Mm -hmm. When he's talking about the game. Yeah. Right? So he says, I have to put a bunch of time in. And she knows this as if it is like the most important thing he does in his whole week. That the concept of his wife being stuck in a small space on her own. Potentially with a DoorDash or Uber Eats guy outside, who she doesn't know, that's that's concerning. Yeah. And it seems like, I mean, at least if they only had one other person there, you know, in the apartment, it's not like a bunch of random people are coming in and out at once. So it's not like somebody might let her in, or on the flip side, she might run into somebody dangerous, but still. Yeah, he says she was safe, but what if the door hadn't closed behind her? Like, she could be trapped in that space with a stranger and unable to get back through and up to the apartment. That's a concern. So it says, it's not like she was unsafe, the front door was locked. So was she in the vestibule thing? So I think what it is, is some um, apartments, they will have like, it's, it's like a, it's like an airlock, right? Yeah, like a lobby, essentially. Yeah, so when you close your front door, it's locked and you can open the door in front of you. There's normally like a button on the wall where you can open the door. But as soon as you like open that outside door and go outside, you can't get back in unless you have a key. So he thinks that she was safe because she was ringing the front doorbell, but she could theoretically have been locked in there with some guy. Well, yeah. And if if the door to the outside is open so that people can get in there and, and then deliver the food and then you have to get back into like the hallway then anybody could get in there i assume she went downstairs to press the button to open the front door right because otherwise he could have just left the food on the doorstep and walked away okay so it says here that she was in the vestibule which is climate controlled yeah so that that suggests to me that once you're in that little airlock space you press a little button on the wall and then the front door unlocks my old apartment complex had one yeah. Um, so people can't get in the front door unless they have a key or they're let in from the person who's inside the airlock. Well, it says she could have gone outside if she needed to. This is how she used the doorbell. So I think the door to the outside is just open and she went outside and or she just held the door while pushing it. Or she pressed the button, opened the door, <laughs> went outside, the door closed behind her and it locked. 
Maybe. We're Iranian yogurting this situation. We are. We are. This is not the most important thing. Right. Yeah. He... Okay. So let me... Speaking of that, let me read his clarification question. Okay. He has a Q&A. Q, why did you spend so much time talking about the game and not your wife? A, this is not a signal that I don't love my wife or think the game is more important than her. I believed and still believe that the context of the situation is important here. If you aren't going to read through that explanation and snap judge me, you can fuck right off. <clears throat> Have you ever thought about this before? No, not once. Not Which is once. important. How much time do you spend playing the game outside of the raids? Raid times are usually two to three hours once a week, and I probably play another five hours or so during the week to prepare materials, get the buffs I talked about, etc. All of this usually happens when she is doing her own hobby. Was she safe or uncomfortable? Not in the least. The vestibule is climate controlled, and we know the other couple who lives here. The front door was locked from the outside. She could have gone outside if she needed to, and this is how she used the doorbell. And she, yeah, okay, locked okay, from okay, the outside. Yes. <laughs> and she doesn't get claustrophobic or anxious. Why didn't you just hit your buzzer to let her back in? Our building doesn't have a buzzer. This is why she had to go downstairs in the first place. I would have had to go down both flights of stairs to get her, then back up, which would 100% have caused me to die and maybe others. Okay. Time to check yourself before you wreck yourself. Yeah, this is... If... Okay, so here's a thought. If you know you're going to be raiding and your wife always forgets her keys, why did you order food for that specific time? Why didn't you wait 10 minutes until you'd finished the raid, then order food? If it if it does really only take... I feel like he's playing down the amount of time that it takes. It takes much longer than seven minutes. Yeah, he might have been playing for like a couple hours ahead of time. And then like, it doesn't say that it was actually during the raid. He says it, the raid was five minutes or so. He says the boss encounter was starting, which is about five minutes. The raid itself, like getting to the boss, can take up to two hours. Yeah, and I think he might be underestimating that five minutes. Yes. Five minutes if everybody does what they're meant to do perfectly. (laughs) Which, as we know, never happens. Fifteen minutes if you Leroy Jenkins that far. (laughs) But yeah, it's just, there's for somebody who spends such a lot of time planning his wow encounters to the very last detail, why can't he plan his dinner so that it shows up after he's finished raiding? So that he doesn't have to encounter this problem where his wife is trapped downstairs. I mean, I think maybe she, it says they ordered the food, so it was probably like she was hungry and didn't want to wait for however long for him to finish. Because he normally says he goes down to get the food. Yeah. So, yeah, I just think there's just, a tr- for somebody who this is so important to him, there's tremendous lack of foresight concerning the arrival of the dinner. Yeah, I feel like I would, and it's two flights of stairs, so I could see you leaving and coming back in like one minute and he yelled at her not to forget her keys but, but you've got to press q at the right time i don't know if you don't press if you don't press q at the right time everybody dies <laughs> i think i'm gonna go with like a light no assholes here because <laughs> he did say don't forget your key i don't know i think that really changes that detail i mean if he says don't forget your key but she's already halfway out the door right that's true like that's useless he's an asshole slightly like i understand i definitely understand like not wanting to die in a game but also if you die you die like what was so important about this raid in particular it sounds like he's also the cleric or the tank (laughs) yeah he's he's somebody who probably is kind of important to the guild but like I don't know. I don't know how I feel about this. I feel like everybody was just doing dumb shit that day. Yeah. I don't yeah. I don't feel like anybody's an asshole here. I think everybody's just dumb. Yeah. We need a like, we need a code for that. Inconsiderate. Everybody is inconsiderate here. Wife forgot the keys. If she's going downstairs and she knows she always forgets the keys, fucking tape the keys to the door before you leave. And think, oh, okay, he's he's playing his game, so he's raiding, he can't leave now. If she knows as much as he says she knows. Right. About raiding and the encounters, then she should know he can't get up and come and get her. I think the comment, too, that I was choosing video games over her kind of shows some unexpressed frustration in that she is getting frustrated with his behavior, but hasn't really talked to him about it yet. I think it's becoming an issue that he needs to address. Right. It's something that she's been able to live with. And it could be because... Of the pandemic, right? Yeah. Because you're stuck inside, people are spending more times on more time on doing certain stuff than they normally would. So me and my friend in England, we we play Destiny a lot together. During the pandemic, we played much more Destiny together than we <laughs> ever have done before. 
Um, to the point when, when I checked my PlayStation Wrapped, I had like 250 hours on Destiny 2 this year, right? So we, we play for extended periods of time at the weekend. Mm-hmm. Now that hasn't been an issue previously because I don't normally spend eight hours playing Destiny because I don't have anything else to do and nowhere else to go. It could now be that because they're trapped inside together, he is raiding more. Yeah. And she is starting to realize that this is a thing that she does not like and that causes friction in the household. There needs to be a conversation here. Yeah. The top, like, several comments. One person is talking about how he didn't have a dad, essentially, because he was stuck playing WoW all the time. The second comment down from that uses the term WoW Widow, which I had never heard before. It's Oh, yeah, I've heard that before. Like, that's an intense, like, you can completely lose your spouse to this. And if you're showing warning signs, then you need to, like, take it easy. Be like, okay, I'm not going to do buffs or raids this week. Take a week off. See if you have cravings. If you have cravings, which he probably would, that's a sign of, like, addiction. Which I'm sure right. we're all ignoring right now. We're all ignoring our signs of addiction because we... Again, Overwatch, look at you. <laughs> I actually, um, you know, it's the Lunar New Year this year, and I, I just barely have played. I played, like, two sessions. I hit a thousand hours of Overwatch this year. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I hit a thousand a long ass time ago. <laughs> and I got that game. I mean, I was unemployed for the first two years when I had that game. Oh, but I didn't play as much as I do now. And I normally, I just pop it on, you know, after school, play a couple of games, play for an hour and then jump off just to unwind, de-stress my brain. Um, but yeah, fuck, Overwatch. It's in my brain all the time. So you can, if you go to Overbuff, you can see how many oh, yeah. hours you have. I am level 1,223 in Overwatch. Damn. And I'm trying to find where it says how many. Last time my friend, who's a listener, hello, and I checked was like two years ago and I had 45-ish days. Jesus. Too much time Overwatch. spent dead. 18 hours. <laughs> 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 oh, time spent playing six days. So I, I think that... So many days was in the menus and stuff because sometimes Bring my I over leave it. up. Let's have a look at this. <laughs> Average game time seven forty. Oh, time of day seven seven forty p.m. I was like seven hours and forty minutes. I do not play that. So I'm level one thousand three hundred ten. Ooh, you beat me. Yeah, and I have been playing tank for four days. <laughs> oh, let's see how much I've been playing. I have a total of one day of, of playtime on Roadhog. It's, it's, it's the bad shit. Yeah, it's um because it's like tank one hour, and I think that's just this season. Oh yeah, you need to click on all and all seasons. Highest eliminations in a single game: forty-two with Moira. <laughs> I mean, yeah, because you tickle someone and then someone else kills them, and you get that kill. But anyway, tickle, tickle. <laughs> Highest averages per game. Yeah, Moira, 15. Highest in a single game? Reaper, for some reason. What the fuck? 33. But yeah, it's bad. Everything is bad. <laughs> Let's not talk about that. But yeah, um, and the reason why we're talking about Overwatch in particular is because it's made by the same company as right. WoW. So they know what they're doing and how to make things extremely addicting. It's like limited time only skins and specialized game modes and you know yeah like you have time limits like i need to win five more games this week to get a skin if i want it yeah all the mccree skins are ugly except for the ghost one don't at me and the um ebenezer scrooge one is i hate that one i hate it so much i hate the one that makes him look like hanzo anyway i understand why he's mad because he told her to get the key you know right. she does this often so I understand being annoyed and being like, you know what? Like, I just got to finish this. I understand her being annoyed because to her, it doesn't seem like that big a deal because it's a video game. Right. And in the long grand scheme of things, it's really not that big of a deal if you miss one raid or die during one I raid. can't pause it, mom. It's an online game. <laughs> <laughs> I've definitely said that out loud multiple times right? to my mom and um, or dad. But yeah, it. I understand why both of them are mad, but he needs to take a step back yeah he needs to evaluate his video game consumption yeah and exactly how much of his life it's worth i don't feel so bad about my overwatch at the moment because i do only play for like an hour yeah it's not like i'm on it 
all night, every day. It's like I do an hour and then I go and do whatever else I have to do. Dinner, yeah, whatever. Yeah, definitely is into it anymore. Um, but... Alright, so yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, no assholes here, here gently. They're both kind of dumb for different reasons. They need to have a conversation about it. I understand why they're mad. Maybe cool down and talk. Yeah. You need to you need to have a discussion about hobbies in the household and where they take priority and where they don't. Alright. So this next one I have is an Am I the Asshole pose, and it does not have ages. Okay. Am I the asshole for pouring my husband's sweet tea down the drain and marching out? A sweet tea is disgusting anyway. <laughs> Sorry, I apologize to our Southern listeners. I'm sorry. (laughs) SB's opinions are not reflective of that of the podcast. (laughs) I'm British, right? I'm English. I drink actual tea. (laughs) The first time I drank sweet tea, I nearly spat it out because it was like, it's It's basically syrup. Yes. Yeah, it's a lot. And it's just too much. It's too much. I don't mind it when it's like watered down with a little lemonade or like if I use it as a concentrate, Mm -hmm. which is probably not how you're supposed to drink it at all. But... As it stands, oh god, no, sweet tea. I'm sorry. I like barely sweetened iced tea. Anyway, I lost my part-time job due to COVID and I've basically become a little housewife. I'm fine with that, as that's always been my role in my relationship anyways. It's just less hard to keep up with now. I'm also in school for nursing, so obviously I'm doing that from home. My husband works full-time and works hard. His commute to work is very long, over an hour each way. We go running together every day, and because I know it's a lot of stress for him, we meet 20 minutes away from our home so he doesn't have to come home and drive back out. He calls me when he's 20 minutes away, and I leave. Today I was seven minutes late as I had to turn off all the lights and get myself together before leaving the house. When I got there, he copped a major attitude with me for being late, refused to even speak to me, for being seven minutes late. I tried to complain that I had to put my shoes on and turn out the lights, but he wouldn't talk to me. The run was very awkward, and when we got home, he said he felt he had every right to be angry and stomped off upstairs. Mm. I've had a lot of pent-up feelings about the fact that he has always expected me to be at his beck in the call. It's like he thinks the whole world revolves around his time schedule because I lost my job. Anytime he's hungry, thirsty, he yells my name. He doesn't even serve his own plates anymore. What? It's like he thinks I just sit in the dark with my hands folded waiting for him to call. At this point, I knew he was being ridiculous and I was just so upset that I did something that may make me the asshole. When he came downstairs, I told him he could make his own dinner and his own lunch tomorrow for work. And I looked him straight in the eye as I poured the pitcher of sweet tea I make him every week down the drain. (laughs) And I said, you can make your own fucking sweet tea too, you ungrateful brat. And I walked out and drove to my mom's house. So, am I the asshole for that overreaction? I was just so annoyed. Nope. Nope, 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 nope. It's not like she's got nothing else to do. She's in a nursing school. And I hate how people are like, oh, it's it's not like you're going to be a real doctor. Fuck you, nursing school is hard and being a nurse is hard. Fuck you. Just, like, seven minutes late. Jesus Christ. Uh, there's a lot of things I don't like about this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like... When it gets to the point where she's like, he doesn't even make his own plate anymore, and whenever he's hungry or thirsty, he just shouts my name. It's like, oh no, no. you're not his slave. Yeah. Housewife is different to slave. And the whole serving the plates thing is like a Southern thing. It's a sexist Southern thing where the, the woman fixes the plate for the husband, and it's just not awesome. <laughs> I like her line. It's like he thinks I sit in the dark with my hands folded waiting for him to call. I love that line. Yeah, like, especially if he's calling when he's 20 minutes out. She could be in the middle of anything. Yeah. Like, she could be taking laundry out of the dryer or, like, on a dog walk or whatever. She could be doing anything when he calls and says I'm 20 minutes out, be there in 20 minutes. So how is she supposed to be ready for that? And someone in the comments is like, "Let let me go out on a limb here and ask why did you need to turn the lights out and she's essentially like because he yells at me or not yells but he gets annoyed when i leave the lights on uh (sighs) for wasting money and very passive aggressively shows me how to turn off the light switches said oh jesus (laughs) i just try to avoid the headache beforehand he's just a big control freak yep dick are you ready for the best part oh let me guess Mm, he's 42 she's 23 (laughs) you're you're not too far off downshift a little bit okay (laughs) he's 12 years older than me been married before to a housewife but got divorced 
Wonder why. When we got married, he mentioned he wanted a housewife and that it was his goal for us to be stable enough to do that. So this may have been earlier than expected, but it's what he wanted anyway. I'm 19 and just figured out what I want to do. I feel like it's typical for me not to have a job when in school full time anyway. 19? He was trying to groom her into being a little southern housewife. Little fucking Stepford. Someone's like, 19? How old were you when you met him? She says, I was 18. My parents had kicked me out at that point. And then they get married? In six months. Immediately? Six months. Fucking hell. She also says, I clean, I cook, I do laundry, I do all the grocery shopping, the ironing, the dishes. I make his breakfast, his lunch, and his dinner. And the rest of my day, I have homework and classes. What on earth? No. hate this. Get out. Get out. There's a reason he's not dating people his age. Fucking hell. So I found a monologue when I was looking for stuff for my drama class. And it was about a girl who's like 16 dating a 26-year-old. And Hmm. I picked it to go over with them because I was like, hey, guys, just FYI, if an older guy shows interest in you, it's not because you're special. It's because he wants someone he can control. Okay, bye. Like, <laughs> just uh, let me do my little PSA. All right, now I'll step down from my soapbox. All right. God, worse. And it's, I don't know if it's just that it's it's more visible now. Yeah, for sure. Just this idea that it's totally okay for an older man to be dating a younger woman because that was smart of him and now he's got a hot wife is just... can't stand it. Yeah, it's always like, this guy got a young trophy wife. What an asshole. And it's never like, so she should get out of there and divorce him for her own mental health and safety. It's always like, in conversations, it's just a way to show how much of an asshole the guy is and nobody cares about the safety of the woman in question. Either how much of an asshole the guy is or how smart the guy is. Right. Right, exactly. Depending on who's talking. you know, how... Um, desirable he is. Look at him, he pulled a hot woman. Yeah, exactly. A hot young woman. Mm-hmm. It's just so gross. So awful. It's another reason why I hate Pride and Prejudice. Right. <laughs> but anyway. I, we don't even have to do the math on this one, we know. No, it's we just know. bad. So yeah, he's 31. He da- He met her when she was 18 and he was 30 and they got married in six months. I want to know how Jesus. old his ex is and what years they were together. I want to know if his ex was like his childhood sweetheart, got into this marriage of, I'm going to be a housewife, and then realized exactly the same as OP. Fuck, this isn't what I want. Yeah. And it's just history repeating itself. How unreasonable. Trying to find if she has any details on that, but I don't think she does. Someone in the comments, his comment was removed, but she responded, Start over like I'm 20? I'm 19, you buffoon. I can start over clean. I can have a fresh slate, but you can't, can you? Like, why bother commenting if you clearly haven't read the post? A lot of people are being assholes to her. And it's like, no, you need to get Why? She hasn't done anything wrong. Right. Like, she... He said, I want a housewife. She went, okay, yes, that's something I'm comfortable doing. And then at 19, barely even an adult, realized that's not actually what she wants. And she probably made a mistake. Yeah, I wonder if now he's treating her worse and trying to control her more because she is in school and trying to become independent. So You shouldn't be punished for being young and changing your mind. Right? Like, that's... That's not a punishable offense. We shouldn't even have to choose our majors until we're like 20. That's character growth. Yeah. And sometimes you try something and you don't like it. Right. Sometimes you think you want something and then when it's you have it, you realize it's not what you wanted. Mm-hmm. Well, fortunately, there's an update. Oh, good. Please tell me she ditched this asshole. So it's been a few days since my original post. Blah, blah, blah. Thank you for Thank you. supportive upvotes. Blah, blah, blah. Well, I've left my husband. Woo! Woo! Gold star. And it really Good wasn't job. over this one incident, but really a buildup of many. Before I even made the post, I wasn't completely blind to what he had been doing in terms of control. As weird as it seems, sometimes I just forget that I'm an adult and I don't have to just yes sir and listen to any man that's older than me. I'm an adult now. I make my own rules. Absolutely. I feel sick saying this, but I realized I had been viewing him as a parental figure and not a partner. It kind of makes my stomach twist to even type that, but that is what it is. I don't really want to analyze it right now. It's too gross. 
I'm honestly going through a really tough grieving time right now. I feel like such a failure. What's worse is that he does not care in the least. When I called him to tell him I was leaving, he said, okay, let me know when you want to grab your stuff. We can have you moved out ASAP. And that was it. What? That was all he said before he hung up the phone. I'm really hurting. I loved him so much. And I think part of me just wanted to see if he was willing to fight for me and apologize. He was not. So that's that. But although I'm hurting, I feel free. My mom has welcomed me back. She's so happy I am divorcing him. I got together with my friends who he wouldn't let me see. I watched TV shows he told me were too childish. And I've been wearing ugly sweatpants and oversized t-shirts that he always said made me, that he always said made me, quote, look like a man. So thank you to all of you. I got a wake up, wake, I got a wake up call I desperately needed. I don't even want to be a housewife. I never wanted that for me. No hate on anyone who does. Honestly, guys, it was hard and lonely work. I'm going to get my RN and then move on to my master's. Hell yeah. You've all encouraged me in the best way possible. Damn. Nothing like a woman who knows what she wants. Yeah. Good on you, girl. Yeah, shit. Another one of those cases where she just needed that validation from people and everybody was like, leave him. And she's like, great. That's what I was going to do. Thank cool. you. Thanks. Yeah. I think she... Sometimes when you are in a relationship and you've kind of picked that relationship, you undervalue your own self-worth mm-hmm. and you, you doubt yourself. So... When she says, the way she speaks in the update, she's very eloquent. Like, I wonder if that's part of her saying, well, I feel free now. Like, she can express herself and I don't know. Yeah. It's good that she got out. Sometimes, like, yeah, you just need, when you get that validation, then you're like, okay, so these emotions I've been holding back are valid and now I can let the dam break and let those emotions out because when you're in a situation you don't want to believe that it is as bad as it is and then when you're out of it you can be like wow that sucked huh (laughs) wow that was pretty bad i mean her throwaway account name when she made the first post is frustrated and done so yeah she she was kind of ready to bounce yeah god all that extra information she gives though about like Oh, he wouldn't let me see my friends, and I wasn't allowed to watch this on TV. It's like, oh my god. Yeah, it's never just one thing. And I'm really glad that she got to um, reconnect with her mom, so she has somewhere to go, someone to stay with. A lot of people stay in those kinds of relationships too, because they're frightened about um, the repercussions of leaving. Like, people will think that they're stupid and won't want to take them back, or whatever. But a lot of the time... And, you know, I say a lot of the time, but some people's relationships with their families are just never great. A lot of the time, people actually do want to help you out of that situation and will support you no matter what. And they'll be extremely happy when you leave that relationship and relieved that you're going to be okay. Yes. Yeah. Rather than judgmental about, well, you married him, you picked him, blah, blah, blah. Like, you shouldn't be worried about the judgment of others when you're making decisions for yourself. Yeah. And... Uh, so she said she didn't want to get a lawyer to get, like, money from him. She just wanted to leave. And it's like, no, girl. Like, no, get get a lawyer. Yes. You need to get a lawyer. So she changed her mind and she's going to get a lawyer. And, like, Good. based on that situation, she's going to get alimony. So she can hopefully oh, yeah, use that to, to pay for, pay for college. school. Yeah. Yeah. Woo. Happy update. <laughs> also, she says in the comments that um, they are from the South. She lives in Tennessee. And pouring the sweet tea down the drain is like the biggest Southern insult that she could think of at the time. <laughs> yeah, I think that would do it. <laughs> and I'm glad. I'm glad that he's not giving her any issues, but he's clearly going to be moving on to another recently graduated from high school. Right. 18 year old. Jesus. And like the fact that she was estranged from her family like he knew exactly to go for her because she was vulnerable so right. we need like some sort of checklist <laughs> like be the online review rating and review system for people to be like yeah no this man's an asshole let's don't date him because he's controlling yeah he's not not looking for your best interests here <laughs> well uh i have a final final Am I the asshole post for our Valentine's Ooh. Day theme? Oh, there we go. Uh, OP is 23 and her friend is 24. Am I the asshole for telling my friend I don't want his companion doll living with us? Oh, God. <laughs> Happy Valentine's Day. Happy Valentine's Day. Oh, Jesus. Um, Morgan, would you like to explain to the listeners <laughs> what a companion doll is? It's... I mean, I'm sure you guys can imagine it. It's No, Morgan, I need you to explain exactly what it is. 
OP says it's a realistic sex doll. <sighs> he talks to her and takes her around in places in a wheelchair. Oh, I'm not fuck. making this up. <laughs> and she posted not a picture of that one, but like close. That's She's like, this is one. close. And I can't, I lost the picture. Good. I don't see it. <laughs> <laughs> but essentially it's got like, it, think of like, it's a mannequin essentially looking thing, uh, but like rubbery. And oh. it has makeup and... Have you ever seen the picture of that uh, that robot that they made that's supposed to quote-unquote talk realistically? And it looks oh, yeah. so uncanny valley. Like, that's what it looks like. It's blonde, oh, no. of course. <laughs> I hate it. <laughs> so... She says, my friend lost his job a few months ago and he can't afford the rent where he lives anymore. He can afford to pay a quarter of my rent, though, so I offered him to move in with me. A few years ago, his grandfather died and he got a good sum of money he's mostly worked through now. He bought a companion doll with this money. It's a realistic sex doll, but he talks to her and takes her around in places in a wheelchair. I'm not making this up. You can look up if these exist. I swear they're real. I try not to judge him for this, especially as a girl who has rejected him in the past. Oh no! And he's living with her? If you couldn't tell, this was another one that I didn't read the whole thing. I just read the title and I was like, crop, go, paste. I don't want it moving in with us. It's not that he thinks it's real or anything. I don't know if I'm being unfair, but I'm uncomfortable with the entire concept. Especially since it requires special place and accommodations. Setting up for it at dinner, space for its wheelchair, etc. Setting up for it at dinner, it eats with them. He says that him and the doll are a package deal, and me being prudish is a stupid reason to stifle his happiness. He also says it's very expensive, so he can't just throw it out, and nobody will really buy a second-hand companion doll. Oh, no. (laughs) He also accused me of being jealous of it. I admit that my main reason is just being really uncomfortable with this doll conceptually, even though it isn't hurting anyone, and it's more important that he has a place to live than me being comfortable. No, honey, no. No. I still don't want to live with it, though. Am I the asshole? I want listeners to replace every single word in that post. Every time it says doll, I just want you to replace that with flashlight. Essentially, yeah. Because they- Right? It is a sex doll. That's why nobody wants to buy them secondhand. Can you imagine eating dinner with a fleshlight on the table? <laughs> well, he's talking to the fleshlight and well, it has a name. To the and he takes it around everywhere with him and it has a name and she's just jealous of the fleshlight? <laughs> Fucking hell. But, oh, God. This worrying anthropomorphism. Yeah. It's not even anthropomorphism. It's because it's it? a person. Shaped. Fuck. It's a person shaped object. Person shaped. I've asked him if he could just keep it in a closet or something, but he says that's not how their, quote, relationship works. Oh, no. That's why he's so specific about it being a companion doll and not a sex one. It has to accompany him everywhere. Ugh. He says it's just as much of a kink as me having my boyfriend over for dinner. No. I think I should charge both of them rent if I let him move in at this point. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) No, just don't. No, don't let him live with you. This is... If he wants to live like that, that's fine. But you don't have to live like that. It has nothing to do with you. Yeah. No. If... <sighs> that is that is putting... And, you know, there's a lot of kind of posts like this where it's like, I have this kink. That's fine. You can have a kink. We're not kink shaming. But you cannot involve other people in your kink without their consent. Yeah. You can't force your kink on somebody else. That's gross. And... I'm just thinking about the hygiene aspects of this. Oof. Like, I wouldn't want it at the dinner table. I wouldn't want it anywhere near me. Like, does he kiss it? Mm. At dinner? (laughs) Do people let him into restaurants with this thing? Like, I don't... Oh, God. God. Yeah. The restaurants thing. I never even... Like, other people... Like, I would be embarrassed to be in the vicinity with this guy. Like, it's... I would have to leave. It's not... It's not about, it's not even about being comfortable in your own home. It's about like being associated with this guy, going anywhere with this guy. Like, no, this is not shit you need. Especially, especially since you rejected him before. Yeah. Mm. Extremely concerning. Yeah, very worrying. You can't know. This guy is not trustworthy. No. And you can't let him live in your house. This is it's asking for trouble. You can't do it. Oh, God. Oh, God. And. I don't know this person personally, and I just said no kink shaming. However, this person might need some professional help. I mean, if you want to use a sex toy, you can use a sex toy. Like, just go 
go wild, my dude. But talking to the sex toy, treating it like a real human being, uh, that, mm, yeah, oh, worrying. Yeah, he needs to talk to somebody about his crippling loneliness because I don't, it can't be anything but that. He's just incredibly lonely. Yeah. And like we said with the wow thing, like this could, I mean, it's already affecting your life. When it's affecting your life in a negative way, that's when it starts to become a problem. If you can't find a place to live because nobody will let you live in that house with your sex doll, that is when you need to realize you need help. You 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 would rather be homeless than give up the sex doll. I yeah, <laughs> I am thinking about like Psycho and uh, Norman Bates, the real life guy Gein, oh, Ed, yeah. Ed Gein. Like maybe this this existence of these companion dolls is saving people's lives from being carted around in a wheelchair. After I mean, I don't doubt it. I don't doubt that a lot of people who have sex dolls have been deterred from doing much worse things like rape, for example. Um, but that in itself is a concerning fucking yeah, this, it's, matter. It's self-medicating. Like, it's it's not... Like, we need to get these people help instead of just being like, oh, buy this thing and you'll be fine. Yeah, it's not getting to the root of the problem. Yeah. Which is they would rather have a doll that they can control and do whatever they want to than have a real person. Or the, a place to live. Like, he's choosing this doll over a cheap place to live. She should not let this guy move in. No, she can't let him into her house. Someone was also commenting that, like, what if the doll winds up wearing her clothes? Yeah, that's that's the other thing I was worried about. Does the- has he ordered the doll to look like her? Like- Because that that would be the next very concerning thing. I, if I was her, do you know what I'd do? I'd invite him over for dinner just one night and I'd just put a fucking dildo on the table. <laughs> and if he's like, you got to move that, you'd be like, oh no, this is Fred. He eats dinner with me every night. You didn't go with Richard? No, I know. That's too, that's too on the nose. Yeah. Put a little wig on it and then just treat it like he treats the sex doll and see how he behaves. But that's like ultimate troll level behavior. Right now. Um, <laughs> And that's also dangerous. Yeah. Like, Don't do yeah. That. Yeah. Her name is Katie, if you were curious. The doll? Yeah. <laughs> that's just so, like, all right. <laughs> I was expecting it to have a Japanese name personally. Oh, shit. She said they met playing Fire Emblem, so. Yeah, get him a number for a therapist and don't let him live in your house. Yep. Problem solved. Yep. Oh, God, sex dolls. Sex dolls. Why are men so weird? Well, that's a long-ass question. We should just have a, a <laughs> one full episode dedicated to... Trying to solve the universe's biggest mystery. How modern society has alienated oh, men. God. Shout out to what our men's lib again. Yep. Not my subreddit shout out of the week, but I'm gonna <laughs> say oh, it again. I'm sorry, man. We failed you. Really? Honestly, we, we, we're we sorry. We're very sorry, but you gotta stop. <laughs> Just chill out for five seconds, please. Please, please just calm your tits. <laughs> oh, sex talk. Okay. I'm tired. <laughs> yep. Yeah, I was tired before. Now I'm more tired. <laughs> well, my let's let's do this. I my subreddit shout out for this week is our house plants. Oh, it's gorgeous. It's a lovely community. Everybody's showing off their house plant shelves and like crocheting little plant holders for them. I just cut off a, a cutting of one of my existing house plants that I was told is impossible to kill, so I'm going to make another one so that <laughs> I have two plants that I can't kill. And it's just a very nice uh, community, especially. They have like a sticky post every week if you have newbie questions so that you can be like, why is this plant dying? But I feel like why? I should... Uh, I should post a whole thing that's like, why is this plant dying? Why is this plant dying? Why is this plant dying? They're all dying. <laughs> why do I kill everything I touch? <laughs> I'm less nurturing than a desert. I just killed like three to five succulents. One of them's still kind of hanging in there, but it's not its way out. I managed to kill a spider plant once. Those ones are supposed a to be impossible plant. to kill. I killed it. It died. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what I did. I'm just a plant killer. Every every plant I touch just immediately goes, nope, and dies. Well, the one, in case you were wondering, it's called a pothos. Pothos? Ooh. Like pathos, but with an O at the beginning. Pothos. And yeah, it's impossible to kill. My mom had like four of them. They're very easy to keep alive. Challenge accepted. I say, because it's the, it's the 
Only one. And I think I need to water it, actually. She's doing fine. Her name's Henrietta. That's a good name for, for a plant. because she doesn't flower. <laughs> <laughs> that was the appropriate response to that. <laughs> anyway. You can find me on Twitter at Morgan underscore Slay to tell me more plants I should buy to keep alive. <laughs> or you can tell us your favorite ways to make sweet tea palatable at Please. are the letter you the word serious pod on twitter or are the letter you the word serious pod at gmail.com uh you can follow me on twitter at esme underscore c underscore knows lots of things um come and try and argue with me about austin i'll fight you forever um <laughs> and you can find the podcast on facebook the letter r slash the letter u serious podcast we will be putting up the um nominees for uh asshole of the year and also hero of the year incredibly shortly they should already be up by the time you hear this so head on over and Boom. maybe you can get the last one because it's going to be brackets so it's going to take us a few to gonna take us a little, little time yeah so yeah head on over maybe you can see the results we'll talk about it probably next week next week probably yeah we're coming up to the the show anniversary we barely plan anything ahead you guys oh never <laughs> I, I rock up here like half awake bottle of water okay <laughs> what outrageous heinous crime against humanity am i gonna hear about today yeah the only reason why i'm prepared for this is because i just like scroll through reddit all the time so that's why i am able to prepare for this that's why morgan always sounds more sane than me (laughs) because i've read it before yeah absolutely (laughs) i'm just viscerally reacting to everything as is my want and right Well, Ugh. when people are bringing sex dolls to dinner at the table. Oh, God. <laughs> Meet Fred. All right, time to go play some Overwatch and get that. Oh, hell yeah. Let's go. <laughs> Let's put some noobs. Bye.